like how we how we're trying to talk to our youth now mm-hmm. like hey the decisions you make now are going to be are going to define your life going forward he sat me down and said that and you know it, and this was grown man this was like 1920 he was like i don't know these decisions man you <laughs> these decisions jack you got to you got to really do better with this cuz uh you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deal with someone who, you know, is not trying to take the right way out. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm just like, you know. And I, I kept getting that over time. Mm-hmm. So he was he was there, but I wasn't I wasn't telling him those those type of stories. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that kind of time. Everybody, everybody's an entrepreneur that I think. And that's the worst part of being an entrepreneur. Your time is deeply indebted to what you're doing Mm -hmm. to where you may miss those Mm -hmm. moments where your nephew or your son might want to talk to you about something that, you know, you may have been there, done that. And I need some guidance on something. That's probably the only part of being an entrepreneur that may not be the most likable, likable thing is that you might not be paying attention to when your son or nephew needs you, especially from a man's standpoint, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, it's way different for the, for the, for the ladies, for for the, for the girls. Um, But also in the same token, when it comes to man to man talk, where can you get that? Mm. Cause I didn't have, there, there was no man to man talk and I wasn't able to talk to Smitty that much because he was, you know, you know, I, I was, I was even too busy for my own good. Yeah. You see what I mean? And then I ended up at a job where I was doing everything at, Mm. I took on almost everything. Like I'd been there, done every position you could think of other than being the branch manager or the, Call center supervisor. I did every other position. Mm. And that was 2011. So here we are, 2020. You're in Atlanta. How did you get to Atlanta? 2015. I um, After being laid off from that job that I did everything at and coming in 2011 through uh, 2014, um, I was also in a relationship then. Here's 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 where we get here to Atlanta. First of all, let's 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 start with the start with the brand. 20, 2013. I take a trip to Philadelphia just to see family. I just went on a random trip and it was J- July 4th. Okay. Right? So I int- my intentions were to go to the Roots concert, but I didn't go that year. Because, you know, it's part of the Welcome America thing. Okay. So I was actually taking a trip really to go there. But I wanted to see my fa- I felt it would be best to see my family. Both sides. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I directly to I by myself. And there's here comes that map quest thing again. Mm-hmm. The, of a human map quest or a human GPS. I took it upon myself getting off of Megabus at 30th Street Station. Mm hmm. I remembered every bit of way to the T 
to get back to my grandma's house. I still had it. Mm. So from 30th Street Station, Philly, took the subway on my own. First time I ever did that in life. Anytime I ever took the subway, I always had my Uncle Kenneth right by me. And mm-hmm. we would ride the city. Okay. That was my way out to okay. be at peace from being inside and cooped up. Okay. So I did it for my by myself for the first time ever. And what a rush that was to do it by myself. That was that was a moment right there. A lot of people might think, oh, yo, that was corny. Yo, you could have, you know, first of all, they don't know what corny is until you've actually experienced it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Doing, going to grandma's house by yourself, your late grandmother's house by yourself. So I get there. They didn't expect me, but they were happy to see me. So they got, uh, um, my uncle, my uncle Rick was there. Uncle Tim and uncle Kenneth were, they were all there at the time. They let me in and, you know, things were good. It just started, you know, if it, it felt good to be back there. And this is another moment for me running around, running around. I'm, I'm, mind you, 2008 mm-hmm. was the passing in the funeral. Mm-hmm. 2008. This is now 2013, five years later. And I'm running around. I'm like, so I go straight upstairs to the middle room and I peek in there and I'm just like, Oh, I forgot. Mm. Mm. The feeling of, oh, I forgot. That is right. 2008. And it hit me again. The emotion hit me again. Because you're expect when you go to her house, you're expecting her to be there. When I came to the funeral, I didn't go to the house. I didn't go to grandma's house. I went straight to South Jersey from the airport. So that was the first time I had been back at the house since 2003. Mm. Running, running around, running around, looking for her in the middle room, which is where we slept. I slept in the bed on this side. Fan was in the window. She slept on the other side. You talking about a, a comfort level, a safety blanket. It's an empty bed. It's an empty bed. That feeling right there is what made me step my game up. And then there was another moment. My Uncle Rodney took me uh took me out and he uh he, we normally go for a ride throughout the city. He did that over the years. He would just talk to me about certain things and I remember I I actually recited it was a great moment for that because I was able to recite back to him something he said to me way back as and when technology was starting to really come out in 96 97 98 Mm -hmm. when technology was starting to take over things and I I basically said back to him I said yeah well um, I said I remember you telling me um, whatever you do and going forward, make technology work for you. Quote. And he was shocked by that, that I even remembered that. Oh, man, you remember that? Yep. Wow. Here's another iconic moment. 
which made me start thinking about the brand, the brand that we are in today. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding around with with him, and we get to um, we get to Broad Street and Erie Avenue, and we make this we make this left turn. Mind you, to that day had been cloudy all day long. No hint of sunshine, not even a ray of sunshine at all the whole entire day. We hit that left turn. The sun shined on that block for 30 seconds. He said, oh, look. Look at that. It had not been sunny all day. And there it is. There's the sun. That's grandma. And from there is when I started thinking about I got to make a change. That's when I started to cope and say she's there. That moment didn't have to happen. And it happened just, he said, oh, look at that. 30 seconds of sunlight the whole day on that block at that time when we were riding down that block. That ray of sunshine let me know she's there. She's there. So I had to make a change with my life so I could be there. So I could be there because I have a daughter to take care of. I still have a daughter to take care of. Life will still go on. I'm here, but life goes on. Went back home. And guess who was the first to get the idea first about a new brand that I would create from scratch? Uncle Rick, who's the voiceover, the voice of our station. Mm. He gave me his insight. He said... You know, you really should go for it. We were on South Street, shopping uh, a shopping mecca of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. South Street. He had some errands to run, and I, he had some errands to run, and I was uh, riding with him to run those errands. And mm-hmm. I talked to him about the concept. At first, it was YouTube videos, and you know they were going to be funny videos or something like that, and commentating on them. And then um, I went out and did it. And then I said, no, well, I think we better talk about real issues. So I did those YouTube videos. Mm. And if anybody wants to see those YouTube videos that are, you can see the, uh, the, the crazy way I edited videos, mm. um, youtube.com situations, web TV situations, web TV. All those videos are still there from that time. Wow. And you could see exactly what ended up evolving. There was somebody did a website for me through Weebly. They designed the mm-hmm. website. They put it up and all of this stuff. And, you know. That's 2013, 14? Um, 13 was the concept. 14 was really when it got. Birth. When it really got got going. And those YouTube videos, I was doing them. Um, I was going to the library on off days from that same job that I was doing everything Mm -hmm. at. I still found my off days to edit videos. And some of them I would actually do at the job 
Mm-hmm. There might be a couple of videos if you if you look at it, you'll see that there is a a backdrop of a of a pond, a man-made pond or fountain behind me. That was the job. I was doing it on my lunch break. I was actually doing the videos on my lunch break. Wow. And I would take the time to go edit them on a day off that I had. If I had a paid vacation, I took days those days to edit those. And then even while I was yeah, I was also in a relationship that at that time where I felt like I was being more of a man at that point. Okay. Um, and because not only that, in addition to taking care of my own daughter, I was being a father figure to hers. Mm. And that it helped me a bit because I knew it was almost like getting back that lost time Mm. because I had been with her daughter since two Mm. to a point where I am dad and I wasn't, and I, but I didn't birth you, but you know, I, she didn't come from me. She came from somebody else. But it turns out that dad was absent only for the reasoning of he couldn't be, he couldn't be with her. I was with her. Mm. The uh, girlfriend wise. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he was being petty. Right. And that's not a reason to, why, why would you want your, your seed to be involved in that? Right. You don't want to be involved because you can't have, you can't have the girl of your dreams. And somebody else has her, and somebody else is doing a better job at fathering than you right now. Like, so, and I met him a couple of times, but it, it the crazy thing it was it wasn't no drama, it wasn't any drama behind mm. it. So it was actually cool. He understood mm. I was doing good, and I taught I taught her how I was the one that taught her how to read and write, mm. and set her up for the wonderful job that she's doing now she's older. Now she has a little sister to watch over and be the example though. I instilled those values that now that feeling right there yeah. is a, is the greatest feeling to know that you instilled the values to a child that wasn't even yours to begin with, but you felt like that because you did everything you could do to be a father, to be a parent. That's how I really, really that aided in the growth of being a parent. Mm. And it, it made, it made the best sense in the world. And I, even when I got laid off, I never, that job closed, got laid off. And this is where we start moving into uh, 2015. The relationship got rocky. Do you know what's crazy? The uh, It's funny because that person said, as I was building and doing those YouTube videos, they thought I had tunnel vision. Hmm. When a person had, tells you you have tunnel vision, it basically means you're not paying attention to anything else but what you're doing. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. No, I still, you assumed I had tunnel vision because I was more... I was grinding for this brand and I wanted it to be something because I have to make something happen. Mm -hmm. 
I have to do something for myself mm. for, for a change. And I have to, I have to create a legacy. The legacy is not going to come to me. I have to create a legacy. So here I am working so hard to create a legacy. And all you could tell me is I got tunnel vision. No, I don't because you're the one with the tunnel vision. You know why you're the one with tunnel vision? Because you don't see the vision. You don't see the vision. So you stay in the tunnel. Mm. Oh, Ooh. quote Ooh. one day one day rolled up on me and said why are you doing that it's just a waste of time it's not making anything you know what I did you know what else I did <laughs> I kept on going I, I pushed harder after you said that relationship declined but the relationship didn't decline because of that the relationship declined because you brought somebody to your past, to your front door, bold, bold as hell. You brought somebody to my front door that I'm, I'm taking care of the household. I'm being, I'm being that man. I'm being that man that you fell in love with. I'm being the man for the household. I'm taking care of home, paying the rent. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm constantly working. And I'm also building a brand to make sure that it stays that way. And you bring this random dude to the house. He knocks on the door. We're about to watch Monday Night Football. It was Eagles Colts. We were about to spend some quality time together. After having a heated argument that day, we made up. We were going to have some real quality time. Finally. We're going to have some quality time, some some real family time. Watch the game because that was a game I was really pumped up for mm-hmm. being that, that we were doing good at the time. So she goes off into into the room. Right. And this dude knock on the door. I'm like, you expect you expect somebody? She was like, mm, no. OK, well, maybe maybe this person's looking for upstairs then. So, you know, I was, I'll kindly open the door and tell him, Hey, mm-hmm. this is the wrong door. You, you probably looking for the people upstairs. Um, because that did happen often. Okay. But this dude was like, he was, he came up, G'd up and everything. He had a matching outfit on and stuff like that. Like he knew where he was coming. So I'm like, red flag. Why are you here? So, so I'm nice. I'm being nice. And you know, I'm like, he, he, I open the door and I'm looking at him. He's moving around and stuff like that. Calm, cool, collected, like, um, and he, he didn't want to say it out loud. He was like, it was Crystal here. I'm like, I'm like, is who here? And it was like, uh, Chris. Cause, cause she went by Chris. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, and so he, he, and I was like, and and I was like, um, hold on. So I kind of left the door to crack. I was like, um, it looked like he come in here to see you. But what she had on, she had changed from what she had on before. We were we were in game mode, so she she was dressed down, like you know, sweats or whatever. 
And she came out. She came out with a short dress on. I was like, look like he coming for you. And so she goes to the door. She opens up. And I go to the door. Matter of fact, no, I open the door. And and she's looking like a deer in the headlights. She's like, and uh, and and so I look at him. He's not saying anything. I look at her. She's still deer in the headlights. Look, I look back at him. So my mindset is: So is anybody going to say anything, or is somebody going to check somebody here, or do I need to, you know, what 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 we got going on? Wow. So I said, you know what? I said, you know what? Have at it. Talk. Go ahead. So I went back and sat down, watched the game. And um, in my mind, um, in my mind, in my heart, I'm really pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm upset. To the point of an overturn, I'm upset. Like, this is something you can't get over. Like, I'm in your household. I'm doing everything for your household. I'm taking care of your daughter. Your daughter calls me dad. Why are you doing this to me? Why did why? Why is he here? Did you guys plan this while I was at work? And he just came late and I wasn't supposed to know? What? What gives? Wow. What's for for lack of for lack of better words cuz I'm not going to cuss on here. But you you understand the idea. But I said, you know what? I'm just gonna go sit down. So I so I went sit down, watch the game and everything, and I'm listening to their conversation. And she's like, "Well, no." She was she was like, "So hey, uh, do you want to come in?" I was just like, "Oh." You're going to invite this man in and he not supposed to be here. I don't know this dude. You mean you're going to invite him in? Wow. So you're boldly going to invite a dude in who's not paying your bills. I'm paying your bills. I'm bringing the stuff in the household. I give you money to get the groceries. I'm taking care of your daughter. At this point, your relationship with Rocky anyways. Oh, that's the beginning of Southbound. So hold on. So 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 before that, we was good. Yeah, was good. We was we was beyond good. We, yo, we were yo, we were dope. So some dude come to the door asking for her. She already changed into a dress, so she already had an appointment. We had we she had differences. Out. We had differences. We had arguments, but we always made up from that. We we found our differences, and you know we would come together, and we were really you know we would. Strengthen the bond again. So what happened that night? Did they end up going out? No, 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 no. Oh no. Oh no. I wasn't letting that happen. Oh no. Okay. You're in a relationship with me. What you what what you mean? No. Okay, so they, they talked for a little bit and then he left? At the door. And he left. But she see the thing is, is if somebody pops up unannounced. First of all, if somebody pops up unannounced, you're gonna be upset initially upset oh. and you're going to check them at the door that they stand at. Right. Mm-hmm. Which led me to believe it was planned. She didn't check them at the door. She invited the man in and he declined. She invited the man in and declined. 
I wasn't about to be watching no game with no football game with another dude and my woman. What? We're supposed to have quality time. Where are you at? It's just, but no, you might want to go upstairs. You might want to correct yourself and go and go on upstairs. Maybe they single knock on their door. Don't, don't come, don't come to my place with that. What happens that? What happened after that now? To y'all relationship, to y'all. So that was the beginning of the, of the end. Oh yeah. It went southbound real quick. Is that, is that when y'all, when y'all broke, say so I broke up. Oh yeah. We broke up. And then you moved to Atlanta. It wasn't, we broke up. Um, I was still living there though. Okay. Okay. We you were still that. living together okay. at that point because we were splitting. We, our, yeah. our names were on the lease. Okay. Okay. So in order for me to have a place to stay and not be scrambling, I said, you know what? All right. We, we just going to try to make this work and we'll do this and we'll do that. I, I never stopped being a father figure to her child though. Okay. Even in the midst of that, that relationship never stayed strong. And even if I even if I seen her now, still continue to be strong to this day. Period. Because that's the values that I instilled. But as far as me and her, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, occasionally there might be a talk here and there right now. But after that, after we broke up, I started going head first into the brand. Now I really had tunnel vision because not only you're the same person that said it was a waste of time when we were in a relationship and now out of it, now that we're out of it. Oh, okay. Well, you ain't got to talk to me about it. I'm just head first into it Mm. now. And, but, but still, but still not letting life slide by to where I'm not taking, I'm not taking good care of your daughter either. Right. Like I said, like being a man, I'm still going to be a man. Don't get me wrong. I'm right. still going to protect and provide. Right. But I'm still going to be gung ho about my brand. I'm just going, I'm just going to move forward. I'm strong about it. So move forward, work at Converges. Call came in and I'm working at Converges temporarily. They start doing direct TV tech person called in and um, middle of my shift was just yelling at me. He, the, the person said, and I quote, you're going to do this right now or get me your supervisor right now. I want this right now and you're going to do it. Like no call for help. No common courtesy. Forget common courtesy. That was out the window. He said, you're going to do this or else. Mm-hmm. This guy gave me an ultimatum calling for help. So I so I took a second. I put him on hold. I was like. My thing, my thought is, did this guy have the audacity to just in a controlling manner say, I'm going to do this or else? Did he just give me an ultimatum and he does not have any idea who I am? What? Mm. So I took that pause. I said, I got up. I was like, went to Robert Leach, my guy, Robert Leach. He got me through a lot. That brother got some, some wisdom. That was another, that was another figure, Robert Leach. Not only did he save me from, he saved my job in the middle when they were making the transition and I had to be required to be in training, but I didn't even have a way to work because I didn't have any money to get there. 
Mm. He he made a way for me to keep that job. At least until I was, you know, ready to mm. go. Now, at that point, I wasn't thinking about Atlanta yet. Okay. But he did he did that. He gave me some words of wisdom. He took me home when he didn't have to at those late hours. We were doing 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. No buses. Buses stopped at 1230. Mm. I couldn't get home, and I had to go cross town. If I took the next bus, I was just going to be stuck downtown or walk it from downtown. And that would have been another five, six miles, another hour walk or more. At the in the middle of the night, through the right. through North Charlotte, Ooh. it's probably not the best idea to do that at one thirty mm. in the morning. Definitely mm. not. So, he took me home, and he didn't have to. His wife would come pick him up, and they would just take me. Until I got another schedule where it would allow me to get on the bus every night and be able to get home on my own. Okay. Still late, but they didn't have to do that. But he had a lot of wisdom. I went to him. I went to his desk and said, it's time for me to go. I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to go ahead and make, I'm, 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 I'm going to make this happen. He was like, are you really sure? You sure you want to do this? Right. I mean, you still got a few days left. I said, no, it's time. It's time. That call right there changed my life. Wow. Amazing, y'all. To come down to Atlanta. What I did with my final check was I bought a 2002 Dodge Stratus. First car ever. First car bought. Right? That I could, and I really felt a sense of accomplishment. Okay. That I finally got that first car. That first car, um... Brought it all the way down here, got my stuff. And that fight, it's crazy. That final night, uh, remember, I'm still living with my ex at this point. Mm-hmm. Final night in the, in the car, right? First, first, first rider ever, my first passenger ever was our daughter. What did I do? As a father, as a father, I took her. It was a father-daughter date to Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. I knew that was my final night being there. So I wanted to make it count and do the fatherly thing. So I took her to Chuck E. Cheese at Concord Mills. Mm. It was pouring down raining that night. And I, I had to make sure that my safety and her safety were really intact. And I drove really slow because I had precious cargo in the back. How old was she? Uh, She was five. Oh, okay. She was about four or five. Okay. Because her her birthday's uh, Valentine's Day, actually. Okay. February 14th. So, last night. So, took her her to Chuck E. Cheese. We had a ball. She got so many tickets. Mm -hmm. She got some things to bring home. And it was, it it was, it was an amazing moment. It was amazing. Because... I'm just like, and what replayed in my mind was, man, I wish I would have been able to do this with my own. Mm. If, if, if our moms would just stop playing this keep away type role, I would have had these moments or, or maybe they, these moments, they, they would have been together. You know what I mean? 
because my daughter knew of of her okay, daughter. Yeah. They we all took a picture together. I was holding her in one arm, and I don't know where that picture is. I'm not going to find it now. I'll probably show you later. But had her in one arm, had had had, had my girlfriend's or ex girlfriend's daughter in one arm. We were at North Carolina A and T. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Because um, because Kashana had actually done a a parade, one of her first parades, the A and T Homecoming Parade. Mm. So we took a trip up there. So we we took like mad pictures, and they were they were messing with me. But it was, I felt like I had, felt like I I was super dad. Mm. You know that feeling when you when you become super dad, and you're like you got. You, you you're you're a father figure to one in your arm and now you've got you've got your own over your shoulder making silly faces and you know trying to mess up my hair and all of this other stuff that was a moment i had both of them i felt like i was i felt like i was the dad on top of the world because the one thing the one thing in that moment is that even though I had both of them, they felt like sisters for one for two. Kashana's relationship with me was that dad was always there, mm. but I don't know, but, but I don't know. And, and it's still like that now. Mm. Dad was always there, but moms, you tripping mm. because it was like nothing changed. The relationship was strong. Just mm. playing around like she knows who dad is. Right. Right. And they both called me dad. They both called me dad. Mm. Period. So you, you you called her for a birthday. Your your you know, February 14th, you called her. Yeah. You had a conversation. She was over 10 now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing well in school. Absolutely well. Both of them are doing well in school. So, move to Atlanta. Move to Atlanta. Yes. Focused on your brand. Move to Atlanta. Another thing happened. <laughs> Even with it. the focus on the brand. Three weeks in. So, my current job, I did a drug test. You know, the drug test that they normally have mm-hmm. to take. Emory Hospital, right? So, I, I, did the, I drove to the interview in that car. Drove to the drug test, mm-hmm. completed that. Following night after the drug test, car stolen. It's my solo car. Somebody stole the Stratus. Dodge Stratus. That I had just bought. Ooh, South Dodge Stratus. It's crazy. Yep. Southeast Atlanta, Moreland Avenue. Constitution, Constitution, uh, Constitution Avenue is where I lived. And, uh, it was a little neighborhood back there. Mm. Didn't really have any lights. It wasn't too well lit. It was, it was a lot of unfinished property back towards the back. Mm. Probably a dangerous time, dangerous place to live concerning the area we lived in. Boulder Crest was not but a mile, not but a mile away. That's where the hood is. So what happened to you then? I mean, what happened now? You can't get to work now or? No, I just had to do martyr. I didn't okay. want to invest in Marta because I had a car. I didn't think I was going to use. I didn't mind using Marta because I used it before when I was making trips down here to figure oh, out okay, right. what I was going to do right, and right. start, 
you know, making those plans. So I was okay with Marta. I grew up in public transportation. Problem is, I didn't think I was going to have to do it that soon. Mm. The car didn't have any gas in it. It was like on it, the gas light was on, so they couldn't take it far. So guess where they took it? They took a mile. They took it a mile over to Bouldercrest, and they they parked it by a dumpster in the back of the uh, apartment complex, and just left it running. They left it running until the gas ran out. Wow. And the car was a little damaged. What the, how did they get in? I didn't have an alarm system. Mm-hmm. So they picked the lock with a hanger. They didn't break no glass. They picked it with a hanger. Got in and rigged the steering column. Wow. So you got the car back and pretty much... No, they deemed, they deemed it totaled. So I couldn't... It was un- undrivable. So it was basically start over. Still haven't haven't gotten another car since, because the insurance company, there was a small mom and pop insurance company. They didn't want to help out. They wanted to back out of paying me the money. They wanted me. They basically were gonna try to get my statement with that I refused until I got tired of them and stopped dealing with them. And so yeah, they totaled it out, but they but I never seen any money come from it. Hmm. So yeah. That's why I never recovered. But still, rocking and rolling on Marta, you know. Move from there because things things didn't work out well in that household. Mm-hmm. Move to Gwinnett, try to be close to the job, mm-hmm. and worked worked out well. And you know we, you know, still a struggle, still creating a radio station. And then this is when I started to meet you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Now we get to that point. <laughs> Ain't that amazing? Um, uh, I don't know if you have ever told your story in fullness ever before. I haven't. This this is the first, first time, time I've ever done that. You know why? Because I didn't have anybody to tell it to. Mm. It hurts when you don't have anybody to tell the story to. But I. But it's not even about just telling the story. It's telling the story to somebody who you can trust. Yeah. Who you can really share all of this with yeah. and be freely able to express without yeah. judgment. Yeah. And that was actually, you know what, freely being able to express without, without judgment. You know what the crazy part of me saying that is? That was actually the first slogan of this brand. Situations with Robert J. Green, the YouTube series was to, was the series, the web series that people could speak freely without judgment. That wow. was the first ever slogan of any any show that I did for this brand. Wow. And now it's coming back full circle today. The crazy part is I never was able to tell my own story. Here I am Wow. doing YouTube videos, getting people to talk about theirs, but still keeping mine in the back of my yeah. mind. Is that is that fair? No. But who could I tell it to? I can't do a four-hour YouTube video on that, mm-hmm. who people are going to zone out. But this platform, which I really appreciate, is a platform that will allow me to tell my story, and I'm able to do it with my brother. No doubt. Appreciate it, and man. And that's, that's, that's basically what it is. So, SME, Situations Media Entertainment, 102.6 Situation. 
Yes. Was created by yours truly, the founder, Robert J. Green. Man. And um and I can tell you firsthand uh how we're gonna be a staple. And um how he worked so hard, how he put so much blood, sweat, and t- blood, sweat, and tears into this thing here. Um, it's a lot of tears that I've held back yeah. for a long time. Yeah, and I and and, and you, nobody would be able to see it, but I have the whole roll of uh, paper, <laughs> paper towels <laughs> here because I knew I was going to get emotional at some point. I actually held most of it together. Yeah, you did. You did. One, which, you did. You know, you did. that's the that's the growth. That's the personal growth. And you know, I well, you came to terms. I think I think you came to terms with some things, and you right. really you, you you you're honest with yourself. Once you're honest with yourself, it becomes right. a little bit. It comes easier. It does. You, you, didn't, you don't. You know. You no longer lying to yourself. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you used to when you were younger. Right. Oh, I got. I'm got it. I'm good. Yeah. I'm straight. I, I ain't depressed. I'm all right. Right. It was I ain't battling nothing. The state of denial. Yes. Is a, it, yes. The state of denial can be the most can kill not you. only trickiest kill thing, you, but yeah, that state of it denial, almost killed you literally. It almost killed me literally. Literally. Right. Literally. Because you was in denial. Right. I'm pretty sure somebody said, "Don't go, don't, 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 don't you, don't live over there, don't right. do that." Mm-hmm. You're like, "Nah, that's my man. We good. We straight. Facts. We straight. That's my Facts. man. That's and we verbatim. Good. Yeah. Facts. You hit it on the nail. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm straight. Like, yo, yo, this, 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 my dude. Lay my, off. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm yeah. defending the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Defending the wrong people, mm-hmm. but not knowing." Who I am. Yeah. Yeah. Just floating out there like, you know, my, the theme song for me be float, float on, float on, float <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it, that, that, would, that was my theme back at that, at that point, because that's where I felt like I was at. And, the, you know, the tragedies that have happened, the things that have happened mm-hmm. led me to float. Mm. Mm. And then... I had to become a father figure to oh boy, I had to become a father figure really quickly when I got into that relationship. She was two. Mm. Two. Yes, yeah, going up into three. Quick. Yeah. I really had to step up and be a real man. So do I value do I value that relationship? Oh, most definitely. That relationship, you know what? And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say her name because that that's the first she was the first step of being being a man. Kalia Bree Love is my credit for me turning my life around. Wow, that's real big. Because she she was a godsend at at that point in life where I was just floating along, ho hum. Like I'm good. I got this job where, wow, I'm the best at it. They want me to do everything. I'm a super, and you know, I'm a, I'm super, I have a team. I'm supervising people. Wow. I'm making a call center go. Oh my goodness. These people respect me. Oh my goodness. Like life, life was good, but I was still on float mode because I was, I was single. I was single. And yeah, there there was some in the call center that, you know, there's one that actually moved down here. I'm not going to say her name. 
but tried to try to date and didn't work, but we still have a bond because of that job. Okay. Right there. But what I'm saying is, oh, and I'm going to, and I know we, we've been at it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. You let it out. Like a, it's going to be like a five part. Yeah, <laughs> but listen, the best, the, the best thing was for her to come in and make me, make me be a man. Mm. It's, it's something to, to, you know, already be grown, right? Age makes you grown. But being a but that situation will will force you to be a man mm-hmm. and step it up quick because when they're two, they rely on your they rely on your judgment, they rely on your values, they rely on the the actions that you take at two. And when you grow up with them and you teach them their ABCs and one, two, threes and how to write them. Mm. She had to, a few days she had to work. She wasn't in school. I was school. Mm. You teach her. I was a teacher. I had to teach her how to write before she could get into uh, kindergarten. I had to teach her how to write those ABCs and teach her how to count. All the way to twenty and thirty and forty and fifty. I was I was the one fixing meals in the middle of the day, or would do a play date to to Burger King a couple of times. Mm. And, you know, we would walk, or I would go to the playground, or I would do this, I would do that, just to enrich that youth, enrich enriching the youth. And I felt that that was my calling, which is why when we do, you know, any career days mm-hmm. with elementary mm-hmm. schools and whatnot, you see me have this energy and I'm high fiving. The reason being is because that's helping to enrich them. Mm-hmm. And when we're able to do more of that, that, that gains more of a respect level. We And I'm sure you felt the same way that for most of those kids, we were father figures in their oh, lives, definitely. even just for that day, yeah. just for that moment. We yeah. were father figures in their lives yeah. because we didn't just tell them about the radio. We asked them about life like we were asking them personal things yeah. like, you know, what do you like to do? What's your favorite song? Right. What do you like? Are you do you sing? You know, we were just asking them about characteristics, yeah, yeah, characteristics, right? Right. That it may tie in. They'll figure it out later. And that's that's the approach that I took. And that's why it's that's what makes things like this. This is what shapes life for me. Mm. Life. But I have one more thing to talk about. Talk about one more thing to talk about here because I don't want to miss nothing. Don't miss nothing. I'm not missing a thing. Talk about it because you know what I'm about to get into. She is not being left out of this picture because that oh, part yeah. of the story too. Yeah, I'm not going to name her, but she happens to listen to it. She gonna know who I'm talking about. So we we meet, we do all of this, right? We're we're building. We're now we're now in. Mm-hmm. We're, we're 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 a team now, right? She met me when I was doing things by myself. Okay. Current X. 
Yes, I'm going to talk about it on here. Come because on. I'm a, because, yes, I'm going to come on with it because I'm going to be transparent. That's right. Period. That's the whole point of being on this on, on this program, That's on right. this podcast. I'm going to be transparent. And this is the last thing that I have to let out. Period. First things first. When, when you meet someone and they're doing things by themselves, right? You're thinking that, okay, it's just theirs, just theirs, just theirs. But when you bring a team in that is way more than capable of, first of all, I, first of all, I'm, I can't do it all by myself. Mm-hmm. And that was the experience at, at the atrium, period. I can't do it by myself. I need a team, period. And we, we finally get together and... The crazy thing is she been in my she was in my ear the whole time and I was trying to figure out why is she so in my ear? I don't know. I'm not gonna say I don't know now, but I'm just saying at that time I didn't know. And I'm gonna bring it full circle in a minute. But she was always in my ear. Like, and yes, I'm gonna say it because I feel y'all need to know. And for ghosts, yeah. I know you're gonna listen to this later. At some point when this section comes out, need you to hear this too. This is for this is for everybody. So she was in my ear a lot. Like, yeah, I know I created it, but you know, you 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 think that they're going to you really think that they're gonna take over take over what I built? You really think they're gonna take over what I built? Really? Like, and this is my woman telling me this like she thinks you she thinks you guys are going to take over what i built and kept repetitively saying that repetitively saying that Mm. which is why when you guys came to me about hey look yo i don't know what's going on i don't know if you got somebody in your ear as a matter of fact i think that was you that said it you called me up on a conference we was on a conference call you was like i don't know if you got somebody in your ear i think you both both you and ghost said it i don't know if you got somebody in your ear or something but yo you gotta fix that yo we can't we can't have this going on either you believe in us or you don't if you don't we bounce right now. Matter of fact, no, we not going to bounce because we put too much blood, sweat, and tears I into this. Remember that conversation? Yeah, oh, we yeah. not going. We we put too much blood, sweat, and tears into this. No, what we going to do is we going to vote you out. Mm. And I don't want to. And and I don't want to. We don't want to do that. You said that quote on quote. I remember that conversation, and I never forget it. Never forget it. Remember, some a lot of times it's words, it's wor- words and the inflection of those words mm-hmm. that will change things around. Most and definitely. then, and and then after that, said, "I don't want to have. The, I, I don't. I, we we don't need to have this conversation again. We have this conversation again. We vote. We, we just gonna vote you out, and we just gonna carry on with it. I don't know what you gonna do. Mm. The inflection of that let me know it was real." And that was quote. You know it was quote because you're shaking your head. You know it was quote because you're shaking your head. And Ghost would agree with it too. I remember that conversation. That's what changed it for me. Mm. But, however, I didn't see what you guys saw 
until it started coming time to look for a house. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She always had been had this goal to look for a house and yada yada yada, right? You consider me your king. Oh, and by the way, when we went to events, y'all saw that she was very distant and stuff yeah. like that. Reason why she was very distant is because she felt she not only did she feel that y'all were going to take what I built from me and just do a do a, do an absolute takeover, but she didn't trust y'all either. Mm. But you not in business with them. I am. I got to trust them. So why are you in my ear about this? Wow. And so I got to a point where I had to, I had to check. When we left that Christmas party, I had to check her. We left the Christmas party. I had to check her. Because I'm like, you're not doing business with them. I'm doing business with them. Let me, let me make that decision. And if I want to be in business with them, I'm going to be in business with them. I trust them. It's all different ballgame. When you get business partners and I'm in your ear, you're going to have to make the same decision too. Yeah. But you're not doing that right now. So I want to hear no more. And she laid off. But that's when she started becoming distant. Mm. Even more distant. Y'all noticed it, but y'all didn't want to tell me because I was naive. Yeah, you're damn right I was naive. You know why? Because I didn't want her to leave. It was too much love there that I had built for her that I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to do anything to disappoint her. You know what I'm saying? You still miss her? Don't get me wrong. I do. Mm -hmm. There are times. But also, there's personal growth too. Sometimes when... There are signs, and that wasn't the only sign. That wasn't the only sign. That was sign number one that I was blind to, mm-hmm. but I caught it about sign number two. Sign number two was, and, and I'll get back to, it'll come full circle mm-hmm. in a minute. Sign number two was the house thing. There was a water incident, uh, carpets wet, all of that. Mm-hmm. Faucet broke. Mm-hmm. And water spewed everywhere, messed up the computer. So you had to go live for a few days yeah. from yeah. Kanye's, and you had to run the run the station from Kanye's yes. while I fixed while I got my computer a whole new motherboard mm-hmm. and went back to the regular state. But it took a while. During that time, she was so ready to get out of the apartment, so ready to get out of the apartment, so that instead of doing her house search carefully she started rushing through it because her lease was going to be up in two more months at that point she didn't get the house by the lease she was about to buy into a house that had structural issues and wasn't even up to code she was just about to impulse buy it because she wanted to meet a timetable Mm. stop trying to meet the timetable do things carefully and then you will get the house that you want but she didn't want to hear me. I tried to get my credit right and with, with a credit fix guy. And I, I was trying to be, I was trying to make it uh, careful moves mm-hmm. so that we could make sound decisions. If you want me to be a king, let me be a king. Let yeah. me be a man. 
If I make a mistake, let me own, own up to it and learn from it. If I'm not doing it the right way, say so. Don't just take the lead and just be like, you know what? I don't need you. I'm just going to do it by myself. You know, that level of independence can hurt people. That level of independence can really hurt people. It can hurt a relationship and it can mm-hmm. hurt someone's someone's mindset. If they have the mindset to really be able to protect and provide for you, as I have been doing the whole time, and then you just shut me down and say, you know what? No, I got this. You're making me think I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. And then and and then you still turn around and ask me for the expertise of you know, well, not even expertise. You ask me what I think about a house, but wait, why am I giving my input if I'm not even moving there with you? Mm. What you mean? You don't need my help. Well, I, I thought you didn't need my help. You didn't need my help. So after that, so now we move out. I'm at my current spot. She goes to her, her, her dad's spot. Right. So now we're apart. Mm -hmm. We saw each other every day, but it was just like, yeah, all right. That's, that's when things went south for us was the fact that she basically had the assumption of not letting me be a King, but also another incident. Our moms came to town. Moms and sis came to town from Augusta. I already lived there. I'm paying the rent. Paying bills, I paid the cable, paid mm-hmm. the power. No problem. I did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And this was before the water incident. You, if I'm doing all this, why should I have to go? Like, like, like I don't matter here. What? Who does that? So your moms and sis come to town. They already know I live there. They been knew I lived there. They knew I lived there already. Period. They knew it. Mm-hmm. My name's on the mail. They knew I lived there. You mean to tell me you have no room for me? But yet they still slept on the couch. I could have still been there. They already knew I lived there. Wow. You you wanted me to so after paying the rent, you want me to get a hotel room. What sense does that make? I think she painted a picture to them about you that you didn't know. Exactly. That's what that's mm-hmm. exactly what I saw. And that that is what made the decline even sharper. It is now March 20th, 2020. Your birthday was just yeah. 5 days ago. You turned yeah, 35. Yeah. Uh-huh. Today do you have a better understanding and knowledge of who you are? Absolutely. Absolutely better. It's much better than where it used to be. Still learning now. Yeah, everything's still a learning Absolutely. process. There's still a story to be written. Right. Nothing's nothing's peachy. No. Mm-mm. But I know where I want to be. Yeah. I'm making more solid decisions mm-hmm. about life. I know what I want. Am I guaranteed to get all of it? No. But 
It's not going to be easy. It's still not going to be easy road either. So it is what it is, but I know where I want to be. I'm solid on that. And I'm at peace. I hope that, um, I know that this whole story, your whole story will help someone not make decisions, make decisions, better decisions. Even if it's in five parts, but everybody's going to listen to it and, (laughs) They're going to if they don't have a sound decision on where they are in life. Yeah, know what they need to know what I went through. Yeah, the road I took. The actual blood, yeah. blood stemming from two thousand. Yeah, sweat out there in the elements mm-hmm. doing the marketing, sweat, tears, all the all the trials and tribulations I had mm-hmm. to go through in life to get here to be the one of the strongest beasts as a business owner I can possibly be and still getting stronger with my brothers. No doubt. No doubt. And on that note, brother, we uh thank you, man, for uh wanting to do this. Wanna be thank on you PMG for, Thank file. you for allowing me to really put it all out there. Yeah. Yeah. And together we're gonna continue to grow, man. And we're gonna continue yeah. to have each other's back and lean on each other. And I think it's important that we know that it, that that we got to lean on each other. We have each other to lean on, you know what I mean, during times of adversity and, and, and trauma, especially now. Like now. We lean on yeah. each other now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. I love you, no, and I'm glad. You. I'm, love you too, it's, brother. It's, 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 we lucky. I'm lucky. We lucky. You know what I mean? I'm lucky. I'm lucky we're, to. We're, we're, we're lucky. We're blessed. We're everything, everything good yeah. that comes with it. We are, we are here. We're here to stay. We we rocking out to to wheels. That's right. Wheels ain't falling off because nah, it wasn't falling Prince, off. Wheels ain't falling off because Prince is a mechanic. He got he, he we we keeping them wheels on. I'm riding off until <laughs> until <laughs> uh, until I'm in the casket. But uh, you know we got we got we got we got part twos and threes here. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. got we got people that's going to continue this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the, it's going to continue legacy. to keep on. The legacy is <laughs> most important. Oh man, PNG foul, y'all. PNG file. Thank you, Robert Green. Thank Appreciate you. it, brother. I appreciate you.